Hello, this is Lindsay. And this is Campus. Welcome to our lady part. And we're not talking about our vaginas today. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit, but not necessarily <laughs> that specific organ, kind of. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> your your vagina is an organ, right? Is it? Yeah. But uh-huh. I mean, your uterus <laughs> is an organ. Oh, my God. I feel like you just made me feel so stupid. I'm going to Google it. Oh, my God. Why don't I? I mean, like, uterus is an organ. Ovaries. I don't know. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I know the past like two podcasts, I have kind of just been out of it. Like I haven't really, I feel like I just haven't really been my true self um, the past two times we recorded just because I've just been in such a funk. But today, for some reason, I'm just like out of the funk, ready to get things done, ready to talk, ready to have like our normal conversation and get back to like the roots of like what our podcast is. I agree. And I, I mean, the first, the first few, I mean, the last few times that we recorded, it wasn't that I wasn't myself. It's that I was so mentally and emotionally overwhelmed with reading the news every day and just like adapting that it just wasn't, I just couldn't think clearly. I couldn't find yeah, my like I couldn't I, think clearly either. Yeah. But like you couldn't find your center. Oh God, I hate to say that, but it's like, couldn't find the me in all of it. I just was like, no, I get that. With everything. I'm 100%. And I, and I feel like it also was a huge, um, like shift because we're so used to podcasting face to face. Like you come over to my house yes. once a week and we sit here and we are looking at each other and having these conversations. We're just recording them. So it's such yeah. a different vibe now kind of, cause like we can't see our reactions, like our facial expressions and like how, and like, we can't like it's just so much better having these type of conversations that we want to share with our listeners and stuff um, further apart because we want to be as authentic as we possibly can. And that's why you and I started this whole journey to begin with is just because you and I have such great conversations in person. Like yeah. we, we can sit here and we can, we can discuss things and we can throw our like my, I can throw my beliefs and you can throw your beliefs in and we can be like, yeah, I get that. But like, I also get this. And like, it's just so much better talking in person um, when it comes to a podcast, in my opinion, but we're doing it. We're, we're taking what we can get. Okay. So I looked it up. The vagina is a tube, like muscular, 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 but elastic organ. Yeah, muscular but elastic organ, four to oh. five inches long, in an adult woman. Okay. It connects the external genital organs to the uterus. Okay, so it is an organ. Yeah, it is an organ, and it's basically a funnel to your uterus. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So happy about that. <laughs> well, you, it ever, has to you, be a- you all got your um, anatomy lesson today done. That's so much better than when we give a geography lesson. So <laughs> you're welcome. At least we kind of knew what we were talking about, and the, and we both we both have the organs, which is hilarious. Well, it's it's also like I never really thought about like I know my heart's an organ and my lungs are an organ. But I know like, my skin's an organ, but like, wait, is, is it a muscle? Yeah, because it anyway, contracts. The, it contracts. So you're like, is it a muscle? Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, it was very confusing. 
I have so much anyway. stuff that I want to catch up on and kind of yeah, discuss. Yeah, why don't you unpack first? Well, let me tell you guys, just kind of going back just a little bit, I will say we still are recording from our own homes, um, like via Lindsay calls me and I get all set up and stuff and we record this way um, just because Lindsay's autoimmune disease and like, right? That's what you call it, right? An autoimmune disease? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, I didn't know if like you had a specific if like I used the correct terms. But like because of no, you, right. because of your health and stuff, um, we I just want to have Lindsay's best interest in mind. And so we are still currently not recording face to face. I'm so ready to record face to face though. I'm very excited for when that time comes. I just wanna go out. I just wanna go out in public. I know. Um, so we're still doing that. We I guess like I have a lot to unpack. Are you ready? Yeah, you unpack first, and now I'll unpack second. Okay, so my first big news is that we have ninety eight percent completed the office. Um, we tore out all the carpets. We put on down hardwood. We finished painting. The paint looks incredible. Um, we got a new desk that can, it's electric. It goes from a standing desk to a sitting desk, and it's a double desk. It is so, so cool. Will and I both have our setups completely set up on the whole desk. It takes up a whole wall, but it's amazing. Um, we have a new couch in here for, like, when we do have, um, when we can start having more people come over, and we can all hang out in the office. We can all record together. We can have more guests in person, and we have room for them to hang out in here. Um the next step for in here is today I'm going to just kind of declutter it because with so much construction and computer equipment, everything all in here at the same time, everything has just kind of piled up everywhere. So today I am organizing and getting all the crap out of here and all the trash and all the boxes and stuff. I am going to organize my closet that my desk used to be in. Just so you guys know, my desk used to be in the closet and that's how we would podcast. Um <laughs> And so that's yeah. how we, it was so funny. Uh, but my, my thing used to be in the office. It, I mean, in the closet, it's now out. The closet is now um, like an organized, like it's going to be an organized basically like command center for our office. It's going to have like the printer and all of the paper, all of our podcast equipment, all my photography equipment, all of that is going to be neatly displayed and pretty in that. Um, so that's on the to-do list today. We planted a garden. Um, we're still staying at home. We go out probably once a week to the grocery store or something, but only it'll either be like me go or Will goes. Our kids have not been in a grocery in any store in two months. Um, so they are probably going more crazy than I am because at least I get to go to the <laughs> grocery store for an hour once a week. But they literally have not gone anywhere. Um, we do do like weekly family drives sometimes. And next week we have some fun things planned that I'm excited to tell you about. Um, but other than that, we've basically, I have just been in a funk for the past month. I feel like I'm reaching out of that funk. I had a major meltdown yesterday and got out a lot of emotions. And I think that helped me um, kind of, escape from that funk and I wanted to dig deeper into yesterday and what happened and <laughs> tell you guys how my Saturday was just kind of insane yesterday which was kind of funny because our lives have been so mundane and like nothing really happening and I feel like everything happened at once yesterday all while <laughs> staying home still so it was kind of funny so 
Um, I wanted to walk through that. Lindsay has heard bits and pieces of the story, but just kind of through texting. So you haven't got the full the full version. So everybody sit down and hold on tight and listen to this um, shit show <laughs> that happened yesterday. Mm. So how to get a little Coke refresh. To- okay, wait. So before you start, okay. so Will is still, we're in North Carolina and a lot of people I know listen in Tennessee and other states, yeah. but um, North Carolina, we haven't relaxed anything yet so yeah, Will no, we're still, still working from home yeah Will's still working from home my oldest is still going to school from home um my middle is doing preschool from home all through zoom and stuff and my youngest he is doing speech therapy from home on zoom once a week everything is still at home um so we are all home 24 7 and honestly before I get to my Saturday Saturday um crazy day but I will say this um I'm kind of thankful for this. I didn't at first I was kind of excited about it. And then when I got into it, I was like, just kidding. I'm not excited about it. But now after I've kind of like went through all the emotions and took all that in and sorted them all out and figured it all out, I kind of am not mad at this, if that makes sense. Like I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay with this. Like I'm not. I'm not waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, running around yelling at kids to get dressed anymore. I'm not, I literally have gotten gas once in the last two, two months. It's insane. Um, and it's just the only thing I will say that I wish would happen is I wish I could just see like some friends and family. That's all I care about. I know it sucks and I know yeah. I'm still going to be home. I'm, I'm not going to do that as of right now, but if I could just change that one little aspect, like if I could still go to my in-laws house for the weekend in Delaware, or if my, like you and Ben can come over for dinner or something like that, I would much rather be okay with this. Like it would, it would be like a extra step to being like, Oh, I could live like this forever. No, I agree a hundred percent. That's the only thing that's missing in our life. Like we're so fine. Like we have went through that first, like one or two weeks of it. We were like at each other's throats and now we're our marriages good and like the only thing the only thing I wish I could do is like see my parents and like my sister and like you guys just like literally go over to someone else's house or eat dinner or whatever and instead of just staying home all the time but like going out and like going out to a restaurant or whatever shopping like I want to do those things but those are like back burner things I would much rather be able to just see my people yeah yeah I agree okay so my Saturday, my crazy Saturday. So the first half of the crazy Saturday is going to be a little vague because I'm not going to air all my dirty laundry out there. Um, but my husband and I rarely fight. We have been married nine, nine years next month, which is insane. Um, so we rarely fight, but we do have like disagreements and stuff that come up and we do our best with communicating and stuff, but we are still human and we're not perfect. And we still have issues like every now and then that become a bigger issue than what they need to be. Um, so yesterday morning, yeah, last week, I just had a rough week with parenting in general, just kids like getting on my nerves and I was very irritable and I didn't give them as much grace as I should have. I was also on my period, so that sucked, but um so like I just didn't have a good week um and when I woke up I 
was um, arguing with the kids because they weren't listening and stuff. And one of them was crying because she wasn't listening and it's whole situation. And this was all happening at like 830 in the morning. And Will come up, came upstairs and he said something to me that just like completely like, sw- like turned on this switch of me where I was just like devastated with myself, my marriage, my everything. I just was like, everything sucks right now. I don't want to be around anybody. Like I was just like in a really low, bad place that I just didn't mm-hmm. want to be around anybody or talk about anything or anything. So I completely shut down. Um, all day yesterday, like I, from the time I woke up until like three o'clock in the afternoon, I ignored my phone all day. I had missed calls from people. I had missed FaceTimes from my friends and stuff. And I just completely ignored everybody. I wasn't in the mood and I was just like crying all day because I was just over everything. And it was just a tough day. And Will and I did not speak to each other from the time we woke up until three o'clock in the afternoon because I was avoiding him and he was avoiding me and it was just bad. And we should have just sat down and had a conversation to begin with, but we didn't. And we were just being jerks to each other all day. So, um, it happens. It happens. It literally happens. And so at three o'clock in the afternoon, I finally was like, okay, it's time to talk about this. And it wasn't will had will tried to talk to me earlier in the day he tried to talk to me at around like 10 and i like told him no not to talk to me and i was like yelling at him and mad but in my head i was like <laughs> i was thinking in my head no he still needs to apologize to me though like he needs to try to talk to me and try to apologize to me obviously he doesn't know that because i didn't tell him that but in my head i was like nope i'm going to stay mad and i'm going to be sitting out here and moping around and crying all day until he comes and makes it all better. And he should just know he needs to do that. Like, that was my, <laughs> that was my thought Not process. <laughs> so Poor Will, that's like, that's like mean almost. I know. But it's okay. I know. So then, um, finally at three o'clock, I, my kids are, have been having a great day. They're playing and stuff. They have a fort in the living room. So we have two living rooms. So we have a split level house and we have a family room downstairs and then a living room upstairs and the living room upstairs doesn't have like a TV or anything. It's just like furniture and some plants and stuff like that. And it's right next to the kitchen. And that's just kind of like for adults to hang out and stuff when they come over. And yeah, like we have two living rooms basically. So kids are upstairs mm-hmm. in the living room um, and they have a fort up there and they're like playing and stuff and whatever. Will walks past us, comes downstairs, goes in the family room and turns on the TV. And I'm like, hell no, this guy is not going to go downstairs and watch TV by himself in peace while I'm sitting upstairs with these three crazy kids playing in this fort. So I go downstairs and I'm like, are you just going to ignore me all day? And I start yelling at him and stuff. And he, he just starts laughing at me, which pissed me oh, off, God. which pissed me oh, off God. even more. It's kind of died. Yeah. And which pissed me off even more. And I was like, it's not funny. He's like, I'm sorry. I don't know what else to do. It's just a reaction. And I'm like yelling at him. And he's like, you're acting like a teenager right now. You can stand there and rant at me all you want, or you can come sit here. We can have an actual conversation. So he was being much more adult about the situation. (laughs) I was being a brat. um, And I totally know I was being a brat. But what we didn't know is everything was fine. We talked through it. I'm not going to discuss like our conversation or anything. We figured out what was wrong and stuff. And we we're like hugging and stuff. And I was like bawling. I, my eyes after we had our conversation 
until I woke up this morning, my eyes were so puffy all day for the rest of the day because I was like crying so much. I hadn't cried like that in a long time, but I was just really upset and I let all of that go and I didn't think anything else of it. So <laughs> we'll get to why I needed to tell this part in a few minutes. It'll it'll come back up. So um, then Will and I were fine. So we went on a drive. We were all having fun. We just went like on like a big circle drive, all of us. And we came back and Will made dinner. And he, um, he oh, yes, not yes, not yesterday, Friday, he went to um, the ABC store, which if you're not in North Carolina, basically our state is in charge of all the alcohol. So they have their own like little liquor stores all over the place. You can't buy liquor in like a grocery store or something like you can in Illinois. I'm sure you can do in other states too, but in Illinois, you can just go to a freaking Walmart or a gas station and buy a fifth of liquor if you want. But that's insane. Yeah, here you can't. You have to go to like a liquor store. So Will had to go run to the liquor store um, and he got a margarita kit, which was just, it's like Jose. Um, and he got and it has like its own margarita mix with it. Um, so I was like, oh, Will made himself a margarita and I tried it and I was like, oh, make yourself another one. This one's mine. And I took his margarita. <laughs> <I'm streaking. laughs> so then <laughs> we go on the back porch. The it's a mamariga. Yeah. We went on the back Mama porch Riga. and we're sitting on the back deck on our tables and stuff out there. And me and Will are hanging out. I'm drinking a margarita. Will's having a glass of whiskey at that point. He's smoking a cigar. All three kids, uh, all three of my kids are up out in the backyard playing and stuff. I'm having a great time. I, at this point, I'm on my third margarita. I'm feeling really good. And my phone dies. No biggie, right? So I'm like, okay, whatever. I take my phone inside. I sit on the counter. No, what? Like, I don't have anybody else to talk to. My um, mother-in-law was on FaceTime on Will's phone. We're all sitting on the back porch, hanging out, talking to her. She's laughing at me because I'm like past drunk at this point. And we're all having a great conversation. So then I'm like, oh, it's like 830. I should probably put my kids to bed. And so we all come inside. I put all my kids to bed. I finally plug my phone up on the charger um, it's still dead completely. It's not even turning on. So I get all my, I get Wells to bed and everything. And then Will comes out and he has his best friend, Nick, which you guys know, Jenna, she was on the podcast before he has Nick on the phone and Nick's like, is Candace okay? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And Will's like, Candace is putting pajamas on our kids. Like everything's fine. I'm confused. And so Will's like running through the house, like looking for me. And he's like, Candace, where are you? And I kind of, he's like, Hey, are you okay? He's like something about Snapchat. I was like, Snapchat. What? I haven't downloaded Snapchat on my phone since like 2012. I'm not exaggerating. I've, I was married at the point that Snapchat got really big with our generation when it kind of first started. So I never yeah. felt the need to download it or use it. So I've, I have an account with Snapchat with like friends or whatever, but I never use it. It's not been on my phone. Like I've never snapped people or anything. I, if I don't know how to use it, I'm surprised I figured it out last night. So, cause I was drunk too. So yeah. So I'm drunk. Nick's asking Will if I'm okay. And he's saying something about Snapchat. So my phone finally turns on. Um, my cousin is calling me and texting me. How do you need me to send you $50? Is everything okay? Where are you? What's your cash app name? And I'm like, what is going on? So someone hacked, someone hacked my Snapchat. I didn't even know the password. I had to 
do a freaking like password reset because I haven't logged into this thing in like 15 years. And so I found, I figured out how to download Snapchat. I downloaded it. Somebody hacked my Snapchat, messaged every single one of these people on Snapchat, which let me remind you, since high school, I have not talked to these people. And they're all sending these DMs saying, hey, hold on, I actually have a picture of it. Um, let me pull it up so I can read it to y'all which was so funny. And then I'll get back into this because it, it gets much better. Back to the original story of me and Will fighting. So, oh, okay, I can't find it. So it's when something you're on the lines with, hey, I'm at this tire shop. I left, I forgot my wallet at home. I don't, I can't get a hold of anybody. Um, my tire blew out. I need 50 bucks. Can you help me out? And like, they sent that exact message to probably 50 people on my Snapchat Jeez. and they're all from high school. So I like, and it was like my rant, like my cousin on there, like some, like a, a few random people that I still talk to today. And my cousin's yeah. like ready to come to the rescue. And I'm like, Alina, I text your ass every day. Don't you think I would just text you and be like, yo, I need $50, but I don't need $50. I have plenty of money in my savings account. I don't need anybody's money, but, um, I will say like, and those things like, okay, send her $50 through Cash App. If I left my wallet at home, how would I use that $50 to get that tire if I needed it? Like, it doesn't make sense anyway. Yeah. But if you have your phone and you're on Snapchat, there's other means of like, yeah, I would call my, make if, if like something was seriously wrong and I couldn't have my husband help me, I would call my dad or like you or somebody like, you know, like I would call somebody that could actually come help me. At that point, like, I wouldn't call my cousin in Dallas and be like, hey, I need you to send $50 to Cash App. And tires, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're getting fixed. There's no tire repair that's only $50. No, I know. And so <laughs> I was laughing. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk. So then I get on Snapchat and I send a Snapchat to, like, all the people this person had messaged. And I was just like, I'm half a, a, I'm half a bottle of tequila deep, safe at home, drunk with my three kids and my husband. I don't need anybody's $50. Do not send anybody money. Like, I'm sorry. And like, I was just so drunk. Well, at the point I called my cousin, right? And I, I called her and I was like, yeah. hey, don't send any money. I got hacked, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't send any money anywhere. And she's like, okay, I was just really worried because I saw that video of you and Will fighting earlier. And I oh my God. just wait. And I saw this, I saw the video of you and Will fighting earlier. And I didn't know if you were okay. But I was like, what are you talking about? So, <laughs> What video? So at this point, I'm so drunk that I don't even like really think about what she just said. Like it doesn't register in my head. So my kids go to sleep and so do I. And then I wake up this morning and I'm like, wait a second. Alita said there's a video of Will and I fighting. Well, (laughs) Let me go back a little it bit. Is. Remember my kids were upstairs under the fort. Well, Audrey was taking videos of herself uh, underneath the fort, but it was just so close to my banister that you can hear me yelling at Will in the background. And she sent it to everybody on her kids messenger Facebook account. And she just freaking sent the video to everybody. And so there's a video oh of God. her being like, 
and says, hey, guys, it's me, Audrey. I'm, like, sitting under here in this fort. We're at home, and I'm sitting here with my brother and my sister. And then you hear me in the background, stop laughing. It's not funny. Why are you laughing at me? And then you hear Will say, you're acting like a teenager right now, being like, oh, I'm just stupid. And then... And then it cuts out. <laughs> then it cuts out. Okay. So that's not as bad as what I like. It could have been way worse. It could have been way worse. But you could have said other things. Oh no, that's all you could hear in the background, but we're like yelling and stuff at each other and Will's calling me telling me I'm acting like a teenager and to sit down so we can talk and I'm I'm over there yelling at him and screaming and crying and be like, Stop laughing, it's not funny and like <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> and Audrey has us in the background and she freaking sent it to everybody on her friend list and I was like oh this is great and so now everybody has a video of me arguing with my husband in the background which we are perfectly fine now I promise <laughs> and, and my snapchat got hacked someone was trying to get some $50 and I got drunk off a half a bottle of tequila so that's what my Saturday consisted in. But it's really funny because if you remember, me and Will didn't talk until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So this all happened between like 3 and 7 o'clock p.m. Like this was all within a four-hour period. Oh so you had a rough Saturday. I had a rough Saturday. I was like, what is happening right now? Um, so that was yeah. what my Saturday looked like. Other than that, we... I've been using this quarantine to, like, really figure out who I am, if that makes sense. And I think yesterday, like, helped yeah. that situation move forward. Um, and my four-year-old now decides to call me Candace. She doesn't – she likes to call me Candace now. Um, really? Yeah, it's really funny. Oh, Meyer. Yeah. Um, and other than that, we're just kind of hanging out. We're getting some stuff down around our house. I'm feeling a lot better um, plans for next week is, uh, definitely like finishing up some stuff throughout my house that we've been working on and we're doing the, we're doing a thing next week. It's like the first time, like we've gone out and actually done something as a family. There's this like drive through zoo place about an hour away and it's kind of near Wilson, North Carolina, which is more East. If you guys are familiar or not familiar, it's more like towards the like coast but not to the coast it's just more east in North Carolina than Raleigh is um and there's like a drive-through zoo there so we're gonna go there this week it's ten dollars a car and we're gonna drive through and see animals so that's our plan for the week we're going on a little field trip no I think that's so sweet yeah I mean I want to go back to where you just said you've been spending this time to like work on yourself yeah mm, not necessarily work on myself if working on myself is drinking tequila and smoking weed all the time (laughs) <laughs> oh god no but like i feel like this time has like forced you to like internally look at yourself and you're forced with your thoughts and if you don't like who you are or you don't like the things you're thinking you immediately go like find something to do like people are baking or painting or reading french or whatever and that's not a bad thing because no. people are either like forced to figure out their bs in their brain or they're picking up a new hobby that's like extremely productive so yeah i can't even be bad about it i get that and i get i agree with that too i was referring to more of like i have figured out i am figuring out who i am more personally if that makes sense because let me kind of explain well, like it to what you. you want kind of yeah I'll kind of explain a little bit so I know it, 
for me personally, everybody's journey is different. I got married really young. I got married at 19. Um, I didn't necessarily lose myself, but I also didn't have those experiences where like I really figured out who I was, what I liked, what what I believed in, what meant, what was important to me, like just like like within, like soul searching, basically, like who I am as a person in this time has really gotten me to think like I've really been in my head a lot and been like, you know, like who am I? Like what sets me apart differently from other people? What do I believe in? What makes me happy? What makes me tick? Like, and a lot of the times this is, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. Um, and I'm sure some people don't at all, but a lot of the things that I enjoy can sometimes be like controversial. It can be, um, people don't like it. So they like judge you about it. And at this point in my life, I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm just much more comfortable with who I am as a person to where it doesn't bother me or affect me as much of like their thoughts and like their opinions on it. If that makes sense. It's, it's almost like coming to an agreement or like, um, an understanding that you're going to be judged and being okay with like accepting that you're going to be judged. I'm accepting myself as a person and like who I am and what I want and how I'm going to look at this life in general. Um, because like, I, I am not the most religious person. I feel after I stopped going to church and stuff and being super religious, I'm much more of a spiritual person and I am like kind of just digging deeper into that, if that makes sense. And it just like is making me feel better about myself. It absolutely makes a lot of sense. And I, I think that's really good. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. I think in a sense, like, so I, I have gotten to, you know, I didn't get married till I was 28. Yeah. I just had to count. Um, married when I was 28. So, like, I did get that time. And I, you got married a year ago. I know. I, I'm like my brain. You're like, I got to um, count. Hold on. How old was I last year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's literally what I did because sometimes I forget that I'm only 29 and I'm, like, already 30 in my brain. I forget how old I am all the time. I'm like, am I 26? Am I 27? Yeah. No, I'm definitely 28. I'll be 29 this year. As long as I'm not 30, I don't care. (laughs) I'm so, anyway, so, um, I got that time and getting sick, I really got the opportunity to like look into myself and have that moment of like, what do I want? Because you have to spend your life, like you have to prioritize them because you can't. But then there's no room for fluff. Like you, your fluff is your bed. Like that's it. Yep. Um, so I do know all that. So this time for me has been really good specifically for my marriage. And like we went through, I feel like we've gone through in this first year of our marriage so much, but in the past month we've gone through so much more. Yeah. And um, I told you the first two years are the most difficult. And I will tell you what, I could not, I give it, I give you so much props because I don't know what I would have done if I was thrown into a quarantine one year after just getting married. Well, it was tough. Let me, uh, there's a, um, not, don't, nobody judge us. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. It is. This is a judge free zone. So yeah, there's a hole in our wall (laughs) now that we've got everything to fix it. It's okay. Everything's fine. Nobody was hurt. There was no aggressive, like I'm going to hurt you. It was just. Somebody got really mad. I'm not going to name who. <laughs> Someone got really mad and punched a hole Lindsay the wall. punched a hole through the wall, guys. <laughs> it was me, guys. It was me, no. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, no. it, it was like, 
that we had a moment where it was so intense as like a whole other moment. But Wait, it's fine. We're so but, fine. But I think you need to. I don't know. You can cut this out out if you want. But no, it's fine. I really like the point of view of this story of you sitting outside the door crying, waiting. Oh. That is the story, yeah. So, okay, I'll just tell it because, it, 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 you know what, it's the good, the bad. Well, you know what, before you even start, I'll go ahead and I'll tell you a super embarrassing story real fast. It's really quick of when you Will and I. You just told me seven really embarrassing stories. I know. So that's the thing is like no judgmental, like we're judge-free zone here. But Will definitely yeah. broke uh, a pack and play when we were like, a year a year married because he was so angry and he didn't know how to take like figure out his anger and so he just yeah. picked up the pack and play and threw it and it broke but that was like trust me things happen it's that, not yeah that's all it was it's just he it was been he didn't know what to do with his anger and he punched a hole in the wall yeah been there and done it's, that it's i've never been in a situation with someone who had like anger issues i've had people get mad at me and like yell at me but never so mad that they felt the need to like something so that was hard but when Ben and I get into a fight I cannot walk away I had such a hard time with like I got my own mommy issues we all know about yep but I can't walk away I have to like resolve it right then I need to know that you still love me and you still need me and you're not about to divorce me that's my thing that me too and and Will is the type where he's like no I need my space I need to think and cool off yeah, that's what Ben is. He's like, he really, he's a thinker. He's a processor. And I can process quick, 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 quick. Ben can't do that. He needs to breathe. He needs to calm down. And he will, if I were to walk away, give him 30 minutes, he would come back. It would be a completely different situation. Yep. Will's so the we're same. both working. We're working on that. In moments where I need him to be the one that's calm and help me, we're working on it. And in the moments where he's so mad that I need to walk away, we're working on it but this was not a good situation of either of us practicing <laughs> that and so what has typically happened in our really big fights is Ben will shut the door because he needs me to not be in his space but I can't physically be away from him so the door being shut gives us a boundary mm. and it's not a simple shut it's like a freaking slam but it's fine yeah and he locks it because he doesn't trust that I won't open it so we're getting there but in this instance we got so upset and both of us were so crazy, just like mad. And I won't walk away. So I sit, I, I think I, I sat in front of the door crying, like hysterically crying. Just like, like boohoo, like your toddler screaming because they don't yeah, want to that's me. crying. That's how I am. It, so, it was so pathetic. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? You're going to be the bigger person. And it was something that I got mad at him. And then he turned around and got mad at me. And so I was like, you have no right to be getting this upset. And like, wasn't looking at my own actions at all. I was just pushing, pushing, pushing. So mm-hmm. like, not saying that Ben's not justified in like, yelling at him, pushing on the wall. But anyway, so I'm sitting there crying, 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 crying. I calm down. And then I start talking to him through the door. And I'm like, the word divorce may or may not have come up there. And to me, you can't just say that. You can't just say nope. things to me in a moment. That's that's a non-negotiable for me. Yep. And I think he needed to hear me be the opposite. In that moment, he needed to me not echo that and be like, yeah, I don't want this either. This is how I live my life. Like, that's not how that needs to be said. It was, you know what? He, that's really going through his brain. So I'm going to be the opposite. I immediately, like, did a 180. And I was like, Ben, I know we're fighting but I don't ever want to hear you say the word divorce to me again because I love you. I picked you. I knew before we started dating what I wanted. 
when we started dating, we talked about everything. Like, this is what I wanted. I love you. You're a good husband. You're going to be an amazing father. I chose you to like be my partner. And I don't want to ever hear you say that this is too much because you're just mad. Yep. And I, I would do anything. And I would sit here in front of this door and let you shut Clement in my face every day until you realize that I'm not walking away. And I know, right? So sad. Um, Sappy, I guess. But he opened the door and that was like the last big fight we've had. And that was, you know, a month ago when this, this was when this first started, we were like stuck in this house Yeah, and we haven't had, we've had arguments, but we haven't had fights since then. And that fight was so big that I called my sister the next day, like completely clear headed and was like, what am I going to do? Um, like, is this normal? And she was like, no. And, um, let me tell you something, Lindsay, it's normal when you, when you marry a veteran. That's, and that's another thing that I tried to like reason with is like, I think it is not bad. Nothing. The only thing bad that came from this is I feel a little, sometimes he's really mean. And so I feel a little degraded, but also I know that he doesn't mean it. And it's not that I'm making excuses for him. I'm smart. I know what abuse looks like. And I know how Same. to make excuses and not. So this was not an excuse. He has an anger management problem. And we know that. He's not a bad person. He doesn't abuse me. He's not the type of person to like say mean things and then apologize. It's not it. It's only when I push him and we get into a fight. That's it. That's it. Yep. So I like, I knew everything. And so that, that's that been good. We're, we're good. Our marriage is like the best it's ever been. I feel like I just look at him and feel like I'm 16 and giddy. Like, Aww. I'm... I know, I, I know, I just love him so much, and I hated that day, and I hated the next day after it, but what it brought to us in our marriage was, like, really enlightening, and I'm just going to disclose this, is, like, Ben is really sick, he's dealing with some sort of undiagnosed autoimmune disease as well, mm-hmm. and so that's triggering for me, yep. going through this, like, we don't know what's wrong with him, and he feels you crazy. Because you, you went through the same thing. Yeah, I went through the same thing, so it's triggering for me. So the same, I have to keep myself in check and be supportive. Well, all the while, like coming off is like very understanding, and I keep having to like tell him, like, "Hey, I've been through this. Like, you, you act. I don't know what's going on, but I do. It's like a fine line that you have to walk as a caregiver." Yeah. And I went from being the patient to the advocate to the caregiver. Yeah, and, and that's that tough. is, it is tough. Um, but we're doing good. He's we've um I've pushed him and pushed him to like keep calling his doctor so we're finally to a point where um we're getting the testing that he needs like in the next few weeks like we kind of had to wait through the COVID-19 like strict lockdown because they won't let anybody in yeah and this past week um it was Wednesday Mm -hmm. it was like noon he came out I was on the deck talking to my sister and he was like I'm let's we need to go to the ER and I was like we need to what he was like I just got off the phone with the doctor and she told me to go to the ER. She, he was like, she can't do anything for me right now. And they can't order testing until it's an emergency. And for it to be an emergency, I need to go to the ER. And I was like, okay. So I, I immediately, like, my experience going to the ER, you get admitted. Yeah. <laughs> Packed in a three-day bag. Like, I went straight into, like, emergency mode. Didn't get upset. Nothing like drove into there we didn't talk because like we were both nervous and I wrote down some things that he needed to say to the doctor because I like we knew I wasn't going to get to go in there yeah. 
And then we get there and like, I try to go in with them. And then at the door, they're like, you can't go in. And I just start to immediately sob. I'm just like, oh my God, like I may never see him again. I keep reading how people drop their, their husbands off at the door and like they die. And it's like, oh wait, he doesn't have COVID-19. He's going in for something. The doctor said there was nobody in the ER. Nobody. He was the only patient. Oh, that's good. I know. So it was fine. Everything was fine. But I'm just like upset. Like, Am I leaving him there? What's going to happen? And I'm crying. And I'm, yeah, and that's what I what said to you. It's like because you went into that that advocate and then caregiver mode and you're you're trying to fight for him because you've been through it. And so it's even more yeah. of a push for you to get him what he needs because you have physically been through it that it's it's yeah. got to be much harder when you can't be there and be his advocate for him. Leaving him there knowing that, and it wasn't, I mean, the whole unrealistic, like my husband's not going to come back to me thing went through my brain. But what was there more was, I'm, I'm, I know what questions to ask. I know what to say to the doctor. And now I don't get to be the person to do it. And I'm relying on him to text me and call me through this so that I can relate to the doctor how important it is and that we know what we're talking about. I'm not just some person who looks this up on the internet. I have an Austin bag. Like I know what to say and what to ask for. And so that was difficult, but on Friday, we finally got his doctor back on the phone and she was like, okay, I'm so glad you did this. Like, I'm sorry, you're feeling so bad. Like, this sucks. However, that's what we needed you to do in this moment for us to get the testing that you need. Yeah, and which so is awesome. now, now she can actually order it. And so it's been ordered. We're just waiting to hear back on a date. And so like going through all this, we keep having conversations about what we want and then <laughs> On top of everything, we decided, like, what are we doing? Like, we're just waiting here for a lot to happen to us. And so we decided to have a baby. Yay! <laughs> I know. So in the middle of this, been like, getting a diagnosis, we're saving money to, like, move back to Tennessee. We're just going to throw, you know, fertility in the middle of this. We don't why know not? what that fertility looks like. Yeah, I mean, why not? I told them, I was like, what are we waiting for? If we wait six more months, that's six months that we may had lost out on knowing that we need to go to fertility testing. Like that's six months we wasted. Yep. Um, and if we have a baby, we have a baby, like we can afford it. We're so stable. And like, I work from home. Like, I, I mean, I'm a housewife. So it's not like, it's not like I, we don't have the means of me to take care of a baby. Yeah. You know, I don't have to worry about any extra logistics. So that in itself, that the decision to make a baby or like try to have a baby and the, the go ahead that he's going to get real testing and this doctor is going to go down this rabbit hole with him has completely changed his demeanor. He went from being this sad, sick, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Person yeah, almost to like being feel like, sorry for me uh, to like, yes. uh, let's get shit done. I'm ready to be a dad. I'm ready to be a dad. I'm ready to like get my life together. He's like, he doesn't quite, I mean, he doesn't hate his job at all, but he like wants a different job. He wants to go to a specific area mm-hmm. of IT. So he's like, I'm going to, start doing what I need to, need to do to find a job that I would like to love and it's just been really good that's it's good been really good for us so coming out of quarantine slash us still being in quarantine everyone else coming out has been a revelation for me my marriage and my husband and we are dope. 
Yeah, I'm stoked for you. So that was like a really big announcement that I was waiting for you to tell everybody. Um, I'm super, super excited for you guys to start trying. And um, I'm sure lots of people are probably wondering if you're going to like document that and document um, the process through like podcasting or how you're going to document that. So can you tell everybody a little bit about... um, about the girl that you follow on Instagram that you have that kind of inspired you to be more open. I mean, I say, I don't want to say open because you're, you're open about your ostomy and stuff like that and everything like that. But almost the more, I don't want to say modest because you're still modest. I can't think of the right words to use, but I think it's just open. I try to be very open. So because whenever I went through, diagnosis and everything the, the information was there but yeah. how to find the information was really difficult there was no easy way you couldn't just get on social media and find ostomates that wasn't as, i mean they were there but it wasn't like it is now they're they weren't as loud i guess and so you know from 2016 to 2020 i mean that's only been for a year the world has completely changed and so people are all over instagram they're they doing all this stuff they're you know you can look them up on the internet people have blogs or whatever and I, but, but now I'm going through, I have an ostomy and I want to have a baby. What does this fertility look like? And I'm finding the same challenging lack that of nobody really knows. I did. Yeah. Nobody knows. They, you know, they know that having, this is such a crazy number between having an ostomy and like a J pouch surgery and getting your ostomy is like, may affect your fertility. Like changes are pretty slim. Having a J pouch reconstruction changes your fertility um, percentage potentially up to 50% because of scar tissue that's involved in that surgery. Yeah, but you're, your you don't room, know necessarily how much scar tissue you may possibly have, correct? Right, right. It's, that's such a, you don't know how good was your surgeon. Was it laparoscopic? Was it open? Like, there's so many things that go into you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could have a great surgeon or not great surgeon or great surgery, not great surgery. You just don't know. It's all like maybe. But essentially for me, my potential likelihood to conceive within a year has decreased about 30% because I don't have a risk, which is insane to me because that's the disease area. Yeah. And I, every single doctor thinks that that's not necessarily applying to me. That's just a general number. But again, you're going into, well, the information's just not there. Yeah. So there's I no information. Have been, yeah. So I've been following this girl named Megan Carrie Brown on Instagram for a while. And I just love her. She's so inspiring to me. And she's had a successful pregnancy. She ha- didn't have issues with fertility that I know of. She didn't matter if it's not posted about him. But had a baby and her baby's like nine months or something, six months now. And I want to be like her. I want to just give out my information freely. So if someone's like me searching the internet, like what is this, you know, going to look like for someone that's similar to my situation? Yeah. I just want them to be able to find it and say, you know what? That makes me feel better. Or, yeah. hey, at least now I know my odds and I can like, or emotionally it's almost that. like this is what happened to her and this is like what could happen to me. Like this is what she did. This is what she didn't do. Like will that work for me? And it kind of just helps people have like more options. That Instead of going into it being like, absolutely, I don't know how to do this. It kind of helps people like they can see something. They can see, okay, it didn't, it didn't happen for them or it did happen for them or they had to adopt or they, they conceived it in six weeks. Like it does, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? And that's, that's just, it is. 
I keep getting over and over again, like, I just, nobody knows, nobody can give me an answer. There's just not enough information. There's not enough ostomates in the world that this would be, like, ostomates that tried to have kids or didn't have kids. There's just not a lot of information. Yeah. So, I put it, if you want to follow on Instagram, I'm, I'm definitely doing stuff on Instagram. Um, we'll definitely do some announcements here. Like, I don't know if we will, I don't know if Lindsay will be up to updating every single time we podcast because trying to conceive in general, even like taking her autoimmune disease out of the situation is already difficult for people sometimes, um, that have no underlying conditions. So who knows, like what her journey will look like, what she'll want to share, but we'll definitely share like what she wants to share. I'm sure whenever, And if she does um, conceive, we'll share when she becomes pregnant, if she is willing to do that when she's ready to. Um, So we'll definitely keep everybody posted on the podcast. But yeah, definitely follow, um, of course, our podcast Instagram, which I'm sure we'll share some stuff on there too. But um, Lindsay's personal Instagram, you can also follow that. And she's going to be more open on there about her ostomy and trying to conceive journey and probably give a little bit more information um, when it comes to that specific subject um, on her personal Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll probably just overshare absolutely everything. Yeah, that's okay. I'm all about oversharing. That's what this podcast is. We just overshare and we are in non-judgmental zone. So if you want to overshare, you can overshare here too. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, Um, that's basically what's been going on here. I really hope Ben starts feeling better and that you guys get those tests done. I've been very worried about him too. Um, I don't know. What else? What, what do you have like anything specific this week you're looking forward to? Um, this week, yes. This, so I've been doing really good about not actually leaving the house at all and just to walk my dog. So mm-hmm. this week is grocery shopping week, um, which means I'm going to go to the grocery store and to Target. So I'm going to get some spray paint to paint some chairs on our deck. That's Fun. exciting. I know. Right. That's my life. Um, and that's it. I'm working on some embroidery projects for like Christmas presents and that. Yeah, I wanted to you know, bring that up too after you fun. were done talking that you started embroidery and it looks so fun. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's fun, but then your hands hurt for a while. Yeah. Honestly, you have to like stop for a few days. But it, the stuff that I've done, I'll have to say I'm on my one, two, I'm on my fourth project and my my third project was immensely better than my first three. So now I'm like, I have the hang of this and yeah. I can actually like do this and it be a Christmas gift as opposed to, oh my God, that looks like a five-year-old. Today. Yeah. Let's not give this um, to anybody. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want to burn it or anything because like I worked really hard on it. But Save also, it. Save it so in a year you can take a picture and be like, this is my first one and this is what mine looks like now. Yeah. This is like how, this is like expected what you're, when you start doing things is going to look like. It's going to yeah. look bad. Yeah. You're not perfect the first time, but your 10th, 11th, 12th time, like it gets better. Yeah. So, um, with North Carolina though, just so you guys know, if you were more interested in how North Carolina is dealing with all of this craziness and stuff, um, I don't know if people are interested in this or not. I'm sure everybody's sick of it, but, um, I can, I think, my first, my first session since March will be um, May 16th, if all goes well. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, I was supposed to do uh, Kelly's engagement session today, but we rescheduled it to the 17th. So 
very excited to do all those engagement sessions. But um, as of right now, I have one like elopement in May, at the end of May. And then I don't have anything until August. You know, I, I'm, this is selfish of me. I'm going to be honest. But I'm kind of glad you don't have a whole lot scheduled because then that means that we can take pictures this summer. Oh, we will take lots of pictures this summer. Just like. Just so fun pictures. For our Instagram. Yeah. No, I'm all about that. You know. Um, And. Oh, oh my gosh. What? Ben, um, I was going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you on the podcast. Ben um, said that we should do an awesome boardwalk session. Is that for the boardwalk? Boardwalk? Because. Oh, boudoir. Board, no, like a, boudoir. Boudoir, yeah. Okay. Words are hard. Because he thinks that I'm beautiful and <gasps> he would cherish them forever. Oh, my gosh. I, I know. Isn't that sweet? That is the sweetest thing ever. Wow. I think it's because he thinks I'm about to get pregnant and I'm at fat and never going to get this body back and he just wants to reminisce. <laughs> you, went from, you went from making Ben seem so sweet to so be such an ass. I don't know. No, he's really sweet, but also like could be either thing. <laughs> oh, I will give some advice though. To anybody who does not have children, I don't care if you plan to breastfeed or not. It does not matter. If you do decide to breastfeed, it will be worse. But even if you don't breastfeed, it's still going to be bad. Your boobs will never, ever, ever be the same. So please go take pictures of those perfect, perky, amazing pre-pregnancy boobs. I don't care if you have to get naked and stand in front of the mirror and just take some for yourself, but do it because one day you're going to look back and you're going to like praise those boobs for being on your body because I can literally fold my boobs in half because they are flat and deflated and awful (laughs) after having a three babies and nursing two out of the three of them. So it's bad. That makes me feel great. Yeah. I always wondered, my mom has flat boobs and I always wondered why probably because she just had babies because she probably just had babies that's exactly why um and it doesn't matter like some people are like oh I want my boobs to be perfect always so I'm not going to breastfeed nope doesn't matter I didn't breastfeed Audrey and my boobs were still flat afterwards it does not matter if you nurse or not so good to know that's like that is really helpful I'm just digesting that and then now so now we need to do it before I actually like birth a child yeah for sure Okay. <laughs> because your boobs will just be flat <laughs> sounds good <laughs> and I'm not saying like I'm not talking about like bare chest flat I'm talking about boobs but just like long just like, flat boobs that yeah. you can fold so in I know, half I know what you're talking about because <laughs> I'm telling you like I've seen flat boobs I know Although my grandmother doesn't have flat boobs mm. um, she, oh she's had breast she had her breast in there she had a breast cancer and then um had a tummy tuck and made new ones hell yeah if I had breast cancer and I could get a tummy tuck because of that I would hell yeah yeah it was like I mean nobody wants breast cancer but if that if you get that out of it and you're good and healthy go for it absolutely no I agree (laughs) (laughs) she also agrees yeah oh no yeah that's all I've got yeah, that's all I got, too. And we actually have an hour-long episode today, which is very nice, since we haven't had a normal long episode in a while. Um, we're back. We're back, guys. I'm so ready for this. I'm so just, like, I just feel refreshed. 
And I don't know what I it think. was that did it to me. It was probably being a baby and crying my eyes out all day to the point where they are puffy for 24 hours. Um, but I'm back and I'm feeling it and I'm feeling good and I'm ready for some warmer weather. We tried to give the dogs a bath today and they just rolled around in mud that I created with the water hose. Um, so <laughs> I'm ready for like warmer weather to be outside and just have fun. We've been enjoying being outside with the weather that we have now. And yeah, that's basically what we've been doing. We've been spending lots of time outside and just hanging out as a family. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know, Lindsay, do you still want to do kind of like an every other week thing as of right now? Or you want to start recording every week? Totally up to you. Let's do, um, let's just do every other week just okay. because. I know yeah. that I'm staying at home, but I'm, like, pretty busy the next week. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I am, too. Like, I still have to basically be my child's assistant 24-7. So, I get that. I feel like I, because I stay at home and also I don't have a real job, I, like, make up a lot of stuff that we have to do. And so, I treat it like it's actual work. Do it. Um, it gives you a sense I mean, of purpose, though. Today. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right, guys. I'm going to start organizing my office. Um and getting it all nice and pretty so when Lindsay can come over and record in person, she can see it all done and finished. I even have my own little plants in here. Um, but yeah, Lindsay, don't hang up real fast. I'm going, we can exit out of this and I'm going to do like our outro. And then um, after that, I want to tell you something real fast. Okay. Okay. So bye guys. Bye guys. Thanks for listening.